0: okay so if someone's super bad at something or like moderately bad or like just average at it and they're super passionate about this one topic or thing do you support them from afar or do you just like what how do you feel like if someone's not great at something do you just tell them outright
1: no because they're passionate about it it's like does it even matter if you're passionate about it? That's what they want to do. Who cares but if they're bad at it or not? do this person
0: to go into this field and think they're all that. And have them be humbled.
1: Maybe it's for them to experience on their own. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to stomp Like, you and poetry. What if, like, all of us were lying and saying, Yoko, your poetry's trash. And then, you know, like, you're in love with it or something.
0: I'd rather have y'all tell me directly than just be, like, lied to my face.
1: That's true. You know, I would want to know. <laughs> that's true um i don't know i guess it also depends on the person some people they can't take the truth so you just kind of dance around it like i don't want to stomp on their dreams
0: you look like you want to tell me something
1: i don't <laughs> i don't you look like you're trying to like attack someone you swear you're not but I'm i not. feel like this is targeted to- is it towards me
0: no, Elise, it's not targeted towards you. I promise.
1: Is it towards Lori?
0: No, it is not targeted towards you. You hesitated.
1: I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm but kidding.
0: But I just feel like, okay, I don't want this person going into, like, a certain field that they want to go into and be like, wow, I'm going to, like, sell this girl. I'm going to be, like, star of this field. And then they come out disappointed, end up. And like a suburban house teaching elementary school kids how to paint or draw and you know that's their life.
1: Yeah but I feel like passion overrules all like if someone is really first of all I think people who are passionate about something they put in the time and the work to do it and they'll put the effort they need to excel at that even if they're not great at it at first, or um, like they don't realize it. I just think that like when you're passionate about something, you put in the work for it. So somehow it's gonna balance out. Even if they're not gonna be like super talented or excel at it, they're gonna at least be decent or you know, average. I
0: had a former friend who was like a painter, right? Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. Her pieces were, they were good objects, they were good, but there was always something so simple about them, like anyone could do it. Or like, they, she only used to do like flowers and like very simple paint strokes. They were pretty to look at. But it wasn't something that like, um, would be put in like a museum per se. And she's super passionate about art and super passionate about like painting. Mm-hmm. But her paintings are not that good. Like you know, um, how Northwest had like the painting that everyone was like, "There's no way like a painting looked at that." No. If like, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Mm-mm. Northwest, like the school.
0: No, Northwest, like. Kim Kardashian's daughter.
1: Oh. Okay. Why is her name Northwest? I'm thinking of directions to somewhere. Are you looking it up?
0: I'm going to look it up for
1: you. OK. While she's looking that up. Um, let me know. You, let me know if you agree with me. I think if you're super passionate about something, you put in the word for it, even if it's not something that you're great at, because What's this? What's the phrase? It's like ninety percent is just showing up, or something like that. Like ninety percent of it is just showing up. There are really talented people who don't put in the work, and they are met at the same level as um, like people who probably aren't as talented, but they put in the work. Oh my gosh. What'd she follow, a Bob Ross video?
0: Exactly, like, it's so good for a nine-year-old.
1: She's nine?
0: I don't know, like, she's... seven, ten. I think she's seven. Seven? I'm pretty sure she's seven. I don't,
1: I don't keep up with the Kardashians, but... Golly. Okay. I'm also
0: afraid that if I ever get, like, my degree, and, like, I spend four years in college to study, and I come out, like, still not the best writer, I think that would, like, destroy me. I think I'd be like, what's the point of doing anything if I did this, I'm not good at it, and I'm just very average.
1: I think that's everyone's fear. And I don't think you're going to be average in anything, Yoko. Just give it time and give it work. You'll get to where you need to be. I feel that same way all the time with screenwriting or just like sometimes the film community as much as i try to like interject myself in there i feel like an imposter because everyone's using all these terms and knows like you know all these sort of methods and, and, and people and i'm just over here like hmm but just don't let it discourage you let's talk about imposter syndrome if you don't know what imposter syndrome is it's Actually, Yoko should explain it. I'm bad at talking.
0: Okay, since is not explaining, we can just look it up. (laughs) It's basically like when you feel like you're an imposter. Yeah. It's loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Okay, my thing about it is, I saw this post, I was like, y'all all all can't have imposter syndrome. Some of y'all have to be actually bad at the thing. And I was like, don't let that send me into a spiral. (laughs) Not today.
1: Do you ever get imposter syndrome with anything?
0: I mean, I don't feel like I have, um, like, I'm not in my field enough to feel like it. Since we're still in high school and the people at high school are like, you know, they all have their own things to be good at they all have like different interests so it's not, like everyone in my field but um yeah i mean like
1: um sometimes i feel imposter syndrome i don't know um i never had a freshman year of high school so sometimes when everyone has like all their their achievements especially this year all like the seniors, you know, posting about their achievements and stuff is based off of, you know, like all the four years that they put into high school. And sometimes I feel like I've just had it real, not real easy with high school. I've had my breakdowns, but I just never felt like I never felt like those, those kids in the movies who like, they spend four years not socializing with others. And all they do is put in this work so that they can go to like a top school Um, and then they do get that. But it's just like. I don't know, sometimes I feel like. Did I do enough work? Like, Did I put in enough? I mean, I have a really vast set of extracurriculars, but when it really comes down to like the academics, like, I don't know, like. Or maybe it's just me feeling weird because I never submitted an SAT or ACT score because those scores are, like, slow. Maybe I'm just a bad tester.
0: Maybe. I think I had a 23, and then I've posted it several times during my standardized test. Also, I heard this thing that you shouldn't be, like, defined and tethered by your hobbies and interests. Like, you should have a sense of purpose outside of, like, your passion. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: I don't think it should be, like, defining of you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can like lose yourself or burn yourself out in that field.
1: Wait, what? Mm-hmm. So you're saying okay. that people should feel like they have a sense of purpose in their field because if it's just a hobby, they're going to feel. Oh, wait. Okay. That makes sense.
0: Like if you're a painter, right? Why do I just keep saying painter? Okay. If you're a painter and your entire life is motivated by art and making painting, you're going to like lose yourself a lot more in that than if you had like a strong sense of self outside of it. Yeah. So if you're like if you know who you are outside of pain, if it was like completely cut away from your life, you're able to move, you're able to like do things, you're able to function. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a core part of your identity. Then I heard that makes you like a little bit healthier because you're not so codependent on that certain hobby to where it's like crippling you.
1: Yeah. yeah. I see that. I understand that. That does make more sense, actually. What do you feel like your sense of purpose is for your hobbies?
0: Wow, this Eloise, are we getting deep?
1: We are getting deep.
0: I think you should go first.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like... What are my hobbies anyways, right? Film. OK, so I've always grown up watching films. And I mean, I know a lot of people have the same story, but that doesn't deter me anymore from feeling like I should push for more people of color in the film industry, because no matter how progressive people say it is, like you can look at the outcomes of the Oscars that, you know, came out last night or um you know, the conspiracies with the HPFA, that it's just it's not diverse at all. And there's so many talented actors, writers, you know, artists who deserve to to have their light shined, you know, on Netflix or on Hulu or whatever um, box office theater. And I just want those people to have like a chance (laughs) I just want those people to have a chance and um, so that's why I want to work my way into there. So
0: Wait, tell me about the conspiracy.
1: No, I we already talked about this on an episode, you know, people paying their way to get like Oscars and Golden Globes by like okay. treating the people to like fancy vacations and whatnot. 100%
0: believe that. I think my purpose? Well, let me just say I don't think I have one purpose. Most of us are meant to do more than one thing in our lives, mm-hmm. but I want to be like a public servant to the people in a sense. Because think about how like crucial information is to so like making better decisions, making better judgments, like um, voting in that sense. Like you're gonna want to know what your um, candidate stands for. You're gonna want to know like the issues that they believe in, and assimilating information into society is like it's so important. Yeah. I've had this daydream where I would work for the National Geographic because I wanted to travel and see cool animals. And I thought about that a lot lately, and I was like, I would love to pet a polar bear. <laughs> Completely different, but I would love to pet a polar bear.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Speaking of misinformation. Okay, so I've been hearing a lot about like kids our age uh their schools requiring to get like the COVID vaccine before they go back on campus. And I think it's the case for like a lot of private and public schools. And I'm not gonna mention any names, but you know, I've just like I've heard from a few people that they're like, no, like I'm not gonna take um I'm not gonna take the vaccine. We're really just being like the test dummies or whatever for what it is. Um like it's just not safe. Okay, I'm gonna say this right here. If you do cocaine, crack, or whatever on the regular, I don't think you gotta be worried, honey, <laughs> about what's in the vaccine. But Yoko, do you have any thoughts on that?
0: If you're, if you're immune compromised, you should not be. You should not sacrifice, like you like you getting sick and dying, because other people don't wanna take the vaccine. It's selfish. Like, you can be exempt from religious for religious reasons, sure, but. If you're healthy and the only reason you want to take the vaccine is because you don't want to take the vaccine, like do more research. Yeah. There's people who actually need you to take a herd immunity, because they're about they could die if they get it, like they're going be compromised. And of course, like those people can get the vaccine, but it's all fun and whatever. But like there's again, there's people who can't, they're allergic or whatever. And I think it's right of the schools to enforce it because if they're not doing online school at all. They want their students to feel safe. So of course, people should take the vaccine to go back to campus. If you're wanting to go, a person, if you're wanting to go and stuff, why don't you want to take the vaccine?
1: Yeah. I agree. If you're not taking it just to not take it or, you know, no, literally that. If you just do not take it, you don't have any sort of like religious reasons against it or anything else, like just. Take it like it's the same thing with I mean, it's not the same thing as like mask wearing, but just do it for the better good of like other people out of common courtesy for others. So unless you want to do school online or you're going to keep yourself in your house for the next couple years, because my prediction is, well, I mean, this pandemic is still going to be around for you know a little while, but at least let's take steps to get out of it than to push ourselves back.
0: You know what's so grating? People think just because they're vaccinated, they don't have to wear a mask in public. Like, there's people who come into um, my job when they order food and they will literally not have a mask on. And they'll be like, I'm just so tired of this pandemic. I'll just look at them and not say anything. And my coworkers will be like, laughing, like fake laughing, is the way people do in the service. But I'm like, I'm not, you don't deserve a fake laugh out of me for saying that. Just because they're tired of it doesn't mean you don't have to. And like, one, one guy was, like, with his elderly mom. Like, she was literally, like, handicapped and everything. And he was just like, I'm just so sick of this pandemic. I don't need a mask. Like, my coworker asked him if he wanted one. Cause, like, she could go grab him one. And, she was, and he was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, come on.
1: Just Seriously? You're just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm still living. However, ugh, that's such... That's such a terrible excuse. Oh my gosh. And I think it's also very generational. Like I'm trying to think back like World War I, World War II. The nation was doing a lot of more collective things, you know, as a people to do whatever it was in the interest of the nation. But like right now, it's like we've never been so divided. I don't know. I don't know but it's just it just it's so selfish and it's so it, it just speaks on their generation and the generation before us and the one before that really just this entire century yeah I rest my case I
0: don't think I like humility very much
1: me neither also Yoko is drinking cold brew guys because she was too lazy to get water um,
0: which is really bad because it's drying out my throat more and more. Yeah. Like, I keep taking sips in between, hoping it's going to be hydrating. Every single time I feel it's like the desert. It's like it's <laughs> becoming raspier and not here.
1: Oh, my gosh. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys, to Spoken More Diaries. I'm Eloise. I'm Yoko. Until next time.